entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Enough, enough about people questioning the devils. We are the real deal. I cannot explain to you how important tonight's game was. It was, it was huge for the casual hockey fan and for the Toronto media, the Toronto fan base. You have to realize that that Toronto area, that whole area of Ontario is the biggest hockey community in the entire world. For us to go and beat the Maple Leafs the way that we did tonight, the Devils are for real. Enough. I do not want to hear about they don't play, they haven't played any tough games, they had an easy schedule. It's all bullshit. If you're a Devils fan right now, you have so much to be excited about. I could, we could, there's a million different ways that I could start this podcast. So I'm your buddy, Bill Botch. This is The Trap, the New Jersey Devils podcast. Welcome. The game just ended. It is 9.36 on Thursday, the 17th of November. The Devils just beat the Toronto Maple Leafs in overtime, and what a game, what a statement game it is for them. This fan base deserves this. Those players deserve it. Lindy Ruff deserves it. Tom Fitzgerald deserves it. It's on. It is on. They came into this game. They knew that if they were to win this game, I, I wanted to make a podcast prior to this game. I wanted people to understand the implications of a win versus this game. What was good was if we were to lose, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal to us. We know how we were playing. Our fan base knows what's going on. But you would have had a lot of naysayers who... You know, the the Toronto Maple Leafs are like the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys of the league. You would have had a lot of people, Toronto media, ah, well, the Devils really aren't all they're cracked up to be. That winning streak, they had a couple weak opponents. They played they played a couple teams where they were dealing with injuries. But for that us to beat them, all those same people are now gonna say, Yeah, they're really good. Tonight's game felt like a playoff game right from the beginning. The game was fast the entire time. The Devils played with structure. They brought it to Toronto. This was not, neither side tilted the ice. Both sides at certain points in the game did, 
but this was a very, very even game. The Devils could have won this in regulation if they were to put a couple of these chances away. You have to give Matt Murray a shout-out. I actually... I was excited to see Matt Murray in that. I do not have a lot of confidence in him. He's coming off of an injury. I thought the Devils were going to be were going to be able to take advantage of, of Matt Murray. Coming into the game, I was a little I I wasn't sure how I felt. Like I didn't know if obviously Toronto's defense is not that good. I didn't know if we were able to shut down the, their top six if we were going to have some serious mis- mismatches when it came to our bottom six and their defense is is injured and they're slow. But that wasn't the case. I, I tell you what, Nico Heischer is sick. Nico Heischer is not only in the Selkie running right now, he is in the Hart Trophy candidate conversation right now. We talked about his shot. We talked about how tricky it is. Did you see how fast his release was and the placement of that shot? That is a pure goal scorer's goal. You have to realize, you have to feel good when you see Nico Heischer with a little bit of open ice coming down the wing or on the rush. He is placing the puck. This is crazy. It's 11 in a row. But more importantly is the way that we did it. You know, we gave up a goal and we scored 26 seconds later, I think it was. It's this response. It's the resiliency. Brad scored the goal, didn't even celebrate. Like, this is a team on a mission. Everybody's contributing. Sharon Govich had a bad first period. And we talked about it during the intermission. He came out and played great in the next two periods. For him to score that goal in overtime was so fitting. That is the story of the Devils' season. That's like Jesper Bratt and Ryan Graves scoring the two goals versus Edmonton after they had two bad periods. These players are learning to pick themselves up off the mat and go out there and finish and make it right. The Devils were so good defensively all night. They killed two huge penalties in the third period. That goal that William Nylander scored, that was a, it was a deflection off of Siegenthaler's stick. That could happen to literally anybody. Vitek Vanacek has looked great. This was another game. I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me. I should try to pull them up real quick. But this could be another game where they had less than 25 shots on net. I'm sure it's going to be right around there. Let me, let me see what we got here. I mean, if you weren't jazzed up after that, I don't know what to tell you. That was crazy. Let's see. 27 shots on net for Toronto. I thought we were going to have a mismatch with our fourth line, and we did. Our fourth line played great tonight. Bastion drew a penalty. Mike McLeod, I've been tough on Mike McLeod. Mike McLeod played his balls off tonight. He was super productive, had a couple high go- uh, danger scoring chances, made a really nice pass to D- uh, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton had a great game. You had to think that he wanted to play well, B 
being a kid from the area. And he did. He played great. This team is something. Don't listen to anybody that tells you that this team isn't for real. When you wake up tomorrow and you put on the NHL network, you put on NHL radio, everyone, this was a statement game, and everyone will be on the devil's bandwagon moving forward. This is a playoff team. Jack Hughes looked good tonight. He was all over the ice. He had the puck on his stick. In overtime, he actually had a he had the puck and he he made a pretty awful pass into the skates of Sharon Govich, which led to a turnover. And then, boom! What's he do? He makes a play. He wins the game. He set that up, and Sharon Govich finishes. He made a play. Like we are executing, and it's everybody. Think about our first line. We lose Andre Pilat. This guy has won Stanley Cups. I mean, one of the most clutch players. He was one of our leading scorers when he was injured. We replace him with Fabian Zetterlin. This guy is a guy that was hoping to make the team. We figured he was because he was going to have to clear waivers in order to do it. They, f- they wanted to find a place for him. So they do. They find a place for him. He ends up on the first line. Now... This first line, and Thomas Tatar was supposed to be a third liner. Our first line has been one of the best lines in the entire NHL, whether it's advanced stats or eye test. Fabian Zetterlin looks like he's been playing in the league for freaking five, five, ten years. What he's been able to do and come in and play alongside Nico Heischer on the first line, I mean, he's still a rookie. He's still a kid. It's like... The amount of mistakes that he makes are few and far between. Thomas Tatar looks like a totally rejuvenated player. You really can't say enough about what these guys are playing. They're they're punching out of their weight class right now. They are they're playing. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's sustainable. This is not like a one-off. Obviously, we won 11 in a row. And anybody that, and anybody, especially Mick Kern on NHL radio, on NHL, Sirius NHL Network, screw you. So many people are still trying to figure out and find ways to not give the devil's credit because we've looked like shit for the past 10 years. Anytime a professional team wins 10 or 11 games in a row, you have to give them credit. They're professionals. And he's looking for ways to, to you know, poke holes in what we've done. They haven't played anybody hard. Oh, we beat Colorado once. We beat Edmonton and Calgary on the road. And then beat Calgary at home. And now we just beat Toronto. Is that enough for you? The Devils are the real deal. The Devils are a wagon. The Devils are on a heater. Boom, boom, boom. Nico Heischer, Selkie. Nico Heischer, MVP. It's all happening. Crazy, crazy night. Tonight was a really big one. We took five penalties. We let up one power play goal. That's one of the most deadly power plays in the league. 
Nico Heischer owned John Tavares today. John Tavares played like he had a load of shit in his pants compared to Nico Heischer. He was literally invincible. Nico, Nico has been dominant. That's what dominance looks like. It's not always the fanciest, and it's not always the prettiest thing, but you want to talk about dominating a hockey game, that's what it is. And I tell you what, that third line with Mercer, Sharon Govich, and Boquist got off to a little bit of a rough start. I was wondering if they were maybe kind of getting benched for a little bit. They played their asses off the last two periods too, and they were, and they were a, a factor. They pinned the team in. And they had a couple of really good shifts that kept the momentum. We had 17 block shots. Toronto had 23 giveaways. Man. We out hit a team tonight. 30 hits to 23. But... Jack Hughes was everywhere. He had six shots on net. It's just the resiliency. Like, you give up a goal in the last two and a half minutes of a game at home. The building's rocking. You're playing versus Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and and William Nylander. And you come out and you just pick yourself up again and you win. The Devils, for years... For years, we have watched them just give away games and find ways to lose, and the exact opposite is happening now, and it's being there's con- contribution from up and down the lineup. This is sustainable. If Nico Heischer doesn't have a good game, they win. They can still win. If Jesper Bratt isn't on his game, they can still win. If Dougie Hamilton doesn't get any shots on net, they can still win. Nico had two big block shots. Dougie Hamilton, big block shot. Marino, Siegenthaler, Brendan Smith all had good defensive plays. Our defensive structure tonight was probably the best that I've seen all year. I was giving Sharon Govich shit after the first period. And he ended up with four shots on net in the game winner. And he needed it because we need him to contribute. It's like, I understand he's playing better defensively, but let's be real. Sharon Govich's game is his shot. That is what makes him good. That's his game. We can get a lot of people to play good defensive hockey. Sharon Govich needs to be able to shoot the puck. For him to score tonight, he needed that. That was huge for him. That could get him rolling. And when they started the game, they had him playing with Brat. And I know a lot of people like Hughes with Brat. I actually don't. I like the thought of playing Sharon Govich with Brat because Brat opens up the ice that allows Sharon Govich to use that shot. Damn. Devils are a wagon. I can't I can't wait to hear the the post game stuff. I mean there's going to be a lot of attention on the Devils. 
this is tonight was the icing on the cake. And moving forward, you're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of attention. Which means Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes and Dougie Hamilton. I mean, Vitek Vanacek played his ass off again. We have a goalie. Sorry, like Mackenzie Blackwood, you lost your job. And I'm fine with it. <laughs> I, I am I am so fine with it. Vanacek looks like the real deal. He's calm, he's quiet. You could tell in his interviews, he's not rattled. He's not selfish. He's not looking for any kind of spotlight. He's just going out there and doing his job. And the team knows that, hey, if we have a defensive collapse for a minute, we actually, we got somebody that can make a big stop for us. I mean, think about, think about the game the other night. Think about the game on Tuesday. The Devils played the Canadians. They win 5-1. Any other year, the Devils don't get out of that first period. They were dominated in the first period. And they, and Vanacek stood on his head. He was feeling it, too. He made a couple saves where he had to slide across the net, and he was like, he was so square and so, and so confident that not only did he make the save, but he kept the slide going and kind of like did a little spin. And he was, he was feeling himself. And confidence with a goalie is everything. He keeps us in the game, and we go on to win 5-1. Eleven in a row. Wow. This is um, this is special. We are hitting we are hitting a different level right now. And um, I don't even I don't even know what to say. I don't. Severson took a stupid penalty at the end of the game that was kind of disappointing. But I thought this was one of Brendan Smith's stronger games. For sure. He didn't take a dumb penalty. Check number one. He made a great play on a 2-1-1 where he went down and broke up a play with his stick slash hand. That was great. He played good. Severson took that stupid penalty... I mean, obviously, Marino has been great. Killing those penalties, I mean, like, Toronto's power play is sick. There's so much talent. <coughs> Excuse me. It was awesome. One of these days, Hall is going to score, too. But the fourth line played great. It's a really exciting time, but I, I'm really the the most the most important thing is the way that they're winning. It's con, it's contributions from everybody, and it's just not to keep beating a dead horse, but they are just so resilient. I mean, you you get scored on on the road, and you come back and you put one in right away. You give up your lead with two and a half minutes left in the game versus one of the most skilled teams in the league, and I mean. This was one of the only times I would go into three-on-three. Three. Maybe you got, like, Edmonton. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'm just Edmonton is the first person that, first team that comes to mind. But this is one of the only teams where you're like, shit, like, this might not be – we might not actually be favored in three-on-three three this time. Like, if you put Matthews, you know, uh, Marner – you know, they have speed. They have skill. And for us to just come back and win the game, like, it's it shows a lot of character. And they're playing for each other, for sure. And when you start winning like this and you go on a heater like this, it makes going to the rink a lot, a lot more fun. 
And these guys are really enjoying it right now. And they're enjoying each other too. And I think it's it's going to bond some of these young guys together for the future. And then it, what it means is our new guys coming in, I'm a huge Simone Nemitz guy. I don't know if you guys saw. I don't know if you guys saw, but Shane Wright is scratched again. I think us taking Nemitz over Shane Wright is going to be such a blessing. And I know a lot of people were really disappointed, and I get it. Shane Wright was the consensus number one overall pick for two years, but I think this Nemitz pick, he's going to be walking right into this good culture that we've started, um, and Luke Hughes is going to be walking into a culture that is just different than what we've seen for so long. This team knows how to win now. They expect to win. They're not intimidated by falling down, by by giving up some goals. Like, we're playing so good defensively. We let up 25 shots a game, let's say. We can give up three or four goals and still win. But we haven't. We haven't been giving up three or four goals. If we let up, if we were to give up three goals a night, I'd feel comfortable that we could win. Vanacek, his save percentage has got to be what nine fifteen now. It's incredible. Another guy that you cannot be more happy with is off the ice, is Bill Spaulding. Dude, is Bill Spaulding going to be like the next, like, Doc Emmerich? Like, all right, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Is Bill Spaulding going to be a next legendary hockey announcer? This guy's called 17 Devil Games, or, I mean, it's been less than that with the ESPN games, but this guy's amazing. This guy is amazing. I feel like I've been listening to him for the past 20 years. This guy is really good. He's a young dude. He's going to be with the Devils, hopefully, for a very, very long time. Bill Spalding is the real deal. Shout out to him. He's made this a really enjoyable. And obviously, when you're winning games, it's a lot more enjoyable to watch. But he knows what he's doing. He's sound. He, his calls have been amazing. All good things. These are all great things. And... uh I am really, really happy for the Devils community. And um, I'm really happy for everybody putting out Devils content. Um, We have a cool thing going on right now. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon. The Devils are going to be... The Devils are going to be the real deal for a long time. So I hope, you know, everybody... Man, I was like... Some of these people on Twitter, though... My God, I'm like I'm like looking I'm looking at Twitter during commercial breaks. Some of these people are still complaining about stuff, and I'm like, you know what? It's time to start blocking people. This is crazy. But um, so we get we get Ottawa on Saturday afternoon. Ottawa's having a rough go of it right now. I mean, who knows how jazzed up the team's going to be after a win like this? Either way, it doesn't matter if they were to lose. You know, you're, I'm. St- you can't, you know, you obviously can't be mad, but we're trying to make devil's history at this point with the amount of, uh, with the amount of wins we're trying to go for, is it 12, 12 straight. And then can you imagine what the rock is going to be like on Monday night versus Edmonton? Holy moly. I can't wait for that game. 
Man. All right, well, <laughs> good luck going to sleep tonight, guys. Good luck. But uh, it's Billy Botch. It's the Trap Podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed that game as much as I did. Please share this if you like this. Subscribe. I'm trying to get as many followers and stuff as possible. But I'll reach out to you guys after the game on Saturday. And uh, I'll be at the rink on Monday before the game. If any of you guys are having a beer or anything, feel free to hit me up and we'll catch up. So from the trap, Billy Botch signing off. Peace. <laughs>